Hi, welcome to Dear X, a storytelling podcast that showcases anonymous letters to ex-lovers with the aim of finding clarity, catharsis, closure, and sometimes saying fuck you when they deserve it. I'm Jen Pitch. This is episode four. Thank you so much for being patient. I know that this episode is a little late. My partner and I will be traveling to New Zealand for about four months and we leave in like four days. So my brain has been a billion percent focused on packing and figuring out what to bring on such a long trip. We're going to be spending Christmas and New Year's in hotel quarantine, which will be interesting. I have packed a mini Christmas tree, battery-operated fairy lights, Christmas stockings, so many things to decorate our hotel room just to make it feel a little bit jolly. Speaking of the holidays, do you or anyone you know have a Christmas or New Year's themed breakup letter? I would love, 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 love to do a holiday-themed episode. If I do get a few letters, maybe I can fit an episode in just after Christmas or something. That would give me something to do in quarantine, so please go to my Instagram, which is at DearXPodcast, and check out the link in the bio and have a look at the letter guidelines. This episode has only one story, but make sure you stick around after to listen to Jay talk about what it was like sitting down to write the letter. Let's have a listen. Dear X, it has been seven years and eight months since we ended. We were together for eight long years. I had just finished high school and was feeling alone when we found each other on a dating website. I was young and felt alone because I was the chubby one of the group. You were painfully shy. We chatted for a few months, sent photos to each other, both regular everyday photos and not suitable for work. We had that in common. You were a digital artist and impressed me with drawings of me and of my favourite things. You liked me because I was curvy and pretty, a little nerdy and liked anime. I was the extrovert and you the introvert. I didn't understand why you were though. You had me the moment I saw your gorgeous green eyes. After a while, I opened up to you and told you I was a virgin and was thrilled to learn you were as well. After many weeks of us orchestrating a trip for me to come and see you, 90 minutes away I might add, the day had come. You had convinced me to take the week off work, use my money and travel to you. I was on the train, laughed lying to my parents about why I was going so far away and I had my best and closest friend on my side covering for me as well. I guess this is where I should have stopped. Any reasonable person would have compromised and met halfway. I was so swept up in what could be with you. I didn't care how or where, I just needed to be closer to you. How did I lose so much of myself to you? I think it was gradual. 
small chinks in my non-existent armour that you picked away ever so slightly, gently and lovingly, until four years in and after being told you had been unfaithful by a number of women in our circles, you denied it and I believed you. You had broken me down so much that I had very little to no trust in women. I was one and even I fucked up once or twice. Being young and dumb and tackling a long-distance relationship was tough. And I was tempted easily. I was honest. I told you I had cheated on you. And you accepted me back with open arms. And yet, now, it felt different. It started with you denying your unfaithfulness, projecting onto me that I was the slut and the whore who can't be trusted. You gaslighted me, frequently. I was so blind... I was so blind to it all. We continued our relationship. If you could even call it that. I mean, I was by no means perfect myself. I have a disgusting, jealous streak. I'm vain. I'm loud. I'm definitely annoying at times. And yes, I'm fat as well. But you always said that was never an issue. In fact, you loved girls with a bit of meat on them. Our sex life was interesting. We tried lots of different things, but when you started touching me while I was asleep and even going further than that, I thought that was normal. I thought that was okay because we were in a committed relationship and my body responded as it normally would. Looking back on these words as I write them, I feel sad for myself. I feel sad for past Jay, for young and naive Jay. I'm so sorry I didn't protect you. We were on and off for the last few years of our relationship. I still wasn't allowed to see other people, but I loved you still. You, however, saw many other women. You told your family we were just friends, but in the same breath told me you loved me. You told them I was unstable when it was really you that was unpredictable. I had to take days off work to stay with you when you were on suicide watch. Those days were the best days, however. You were most like your old self on these days. The day it ended was our eight-year anniversary. You had arrived at my house. We didn't live together. We weren't engaged. We'd never even spent a Christmas together. We had planned to go to the movies. We fought over what to see. I apologised. We went to get dinner, drive through, of course. And I asked you if we would ever get married. You answered me, why would I want to marry a fat bride? I sat quietly as you ordered food. I ordered nothing. We got home and I apologised for not being the right woman for you. Tears streaking down my face. My voice almost shrill, trying to get the words out. You had finally shown me I was worthy of so much more. You got so angry and started yelling at me. I asked you to leave. This was the bravest I had been in many years. You sprayed more hateful words, but I was so numb. I didn't hear them. About a month later, you reconnected with me. You wanted to let me know you had started dating a girl. She was just 18 and you were 25. You came over and we sat down and had coffee. 
things progressed from there and while we were tearing each other's clothes off, I kept thinking just once more. You were the hardest habit or drug, I guess, I had to kick. I was so angry at myself. I had become one of the other women. I felt disgusting and ashamed, but there was no denying the sex was amazing. I did the same thing those other women did for me. I tried to warn your girlfriend. She dismissed me as I'm sure all of the other women had done, as I had done. I tried a few more times before deciding that it was clearly a lesson she had to learn as well. So, thank you, X, for showing me, teaching me, how another human should be loved. Breaking me down to my absolute minimum, to what felt like nothing, to a recovery from your possessive and narcissistic love. It was tumultuous at times, but so was our love and our relationship. And it has made me better at recognising mine and other people's red flags. I don't hate you. I never could hate you. You were my first love and I was apparently yours. You were someone I had to experience to learn what true love is. Thank you. Jay. Here's Jay again sharing her thoughts about her ex and some revelations she gained from writing the letter. This was uh, something I'd been wanting to do for a long time. I do a lot of shadow work, so sitting down and actually writing it, I, I feel like I could write about our relationship for pages and pages and pages. I could write a book on it. So it wasn't difficult, but it was confronting. I think um, really there were memories that were starting to come out that I just couldn't put into this letter. Like there was just so much more that happened that I was like, oh my God, like stuff I'd obviously locked away that's just, have, has, you know, it's been unlocked. And it, it didn't take very long at all. I mean, I think I put this letter together in the space of a few hours, a couple, two, maybe two or three hours. But I guess from, from ending the relationship to now, it's taken, yeah, a while. <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't say it was painful. I've dealt with the pain from this relationship a long time ago. I've since married and I had a child and um, I don't experience pain and I don't get upset when talking about it anymore. Uh, Yeah, sense of release. There's a lot more to go into this letter. I feel like there could be, like I said, pages and pages. So yes, there's a sense of release in what I've included. Um, but there's probably a lot more that I need to write down and get get out. As for insight, um, reading it back is, yeah, it is a little bit confronting. Um, just how blind, or that I guess I become, or had become, when in the relationship. Cause I just can't believe that the stuff that he did, I, I let him do, and I didn't even see anything wrong with it. I mean, I knew that already, but really getting into it and writing it down and then reciting it, I guess, um, yeah, it's, it's a little bit like, whew, confronting.
that's it for episode four. If you'd like to submit a story, I would so love to hear from you. Your letters don't have to be sad or negative either. I wanted to point that out. I would really love to hear some stories of relationships that ended well. Have you got a funny story to share? Great. Send them to me. I want to hear them. Check out my Instagram at Dear X Podcast. There's a link that will take you to a PDF with instructions on how to write your letter and some notes on how to record it as well. Also, if you'd like to submit something but you don't want to record your voice, you are still welcome to send the letter and I will get it recorded. All submissions, rants, thoughts, whatever it is, can be sent to dearxpodcast at gmail.com and don't forget to show your support by subscribing and writing a review. Happy holidays, friends. I'll talk to you again soon.